0: Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I don't know if you all have heard this or not, uh, but uh, there have been some some big news out of Russia. Coca-Cola and Pepsi have now decided they are going to stop selling in Russia. Netflix is pulling out of Russia. Disney and Disney Plus are headed out of Russia. Apple is out of Russia. Google headed out of Russia. McDonald's is now closing its fast food restaurants in Russia. Uh, We're turning the Russians into the most mentally and physically healthy people on the planet. Uh, They won't have soft drinks. They won't have fast food and they won't have Twitter and Netflix to wrap their brain. Uh, They're going to be like the most mentally focused and healthy people on the planet. Are we really sure we don't want to like double up the amount of McDonald's and Coke and Netflix and Twitter that they're consuming and, and rot them to their core just like these companies have done to us. I, it's something we should probably consider. Now we must talk about other stuff. Um, I, so I, I've debated how to even do this because I don't know that it should be partisan, but it, I find it very interesting. Um, you know, the Q poll has come out, and it shows something. The Quinnipiac University poll shows that if the United States were invaded, a majority of Democrats would try to flee the country. A majority of Republicans independents say they would stay and fight. 68 to 25, Republicans say they would stay and fight. 57, 36, independents say they would stay and fight. 52, 40, Democrats say they would leave. The question was asked, what would Americans do if they were in the same position as Ukrainians right now, stay and fight or leave the country? Democrats would leave the country. Republicans and independents would stay and fight. Overwhelmingly, women say they would leave, men would stay and fight, and among the Democrats, uh, men would stay and fight, but it's not as significant. Oh, there's a lot I could say here. There's a great deal I could say. But instead of making the partisan point, (laughs) instead of making the point I really want to make, let me say this. You don't know. You don't know. You like to stay. You, you like to think you'd stay and fight. Some of you may think, no, nope, I, I, I'd hang it up. Other people can do it. I'm not equipped. I'd leave. You, you don't know. Until you're in that situation, you don't know. I forget the girl's name. Columbine High School. It was back when when Bill Clinton was president. The assault weapons ban was in place. The shooters at Columbine High School took handguns, shotguns, they went to school and began systematically killing the people in that school. And one of the girls stood up and shared the gospel. Shared the gospel. They gunned her down, other kids hid. She did not. She shared the gospel and died. Parkland High School down in Florida. One student jumped in front of other students, took the bullets. You don't, these surveys bother me. They bother me because you don't really know what you would do. I know someone who was desperate to go off to war and went to war and peed his pants. Oh, it's braggadocious. He's going to go kill the Islamic terrorists in Iraq. Peed his pants. It was never the same. Never the same. You don't know what you would do. That's why I hate this sort of polling. I would like to think I would stay and fight. My gosh, we got enough guns and ammo in our house to stay and fight. It's what you should do. I don't understand the people who say they would leave the country. Your response should not be to flee. Your response should be to stand and fight. Particularly if you're a man, stay and fight. But this is why I I, I don't like these because it's all hypothetical. This is not going to happen. There will be no Red Dawn in the United States of America. But Erickson, you can never say never. No one is going to start a land war in the United States of America. You don't start a land war in Asia. You don't start a land war in the United States. We are the fourth largest country on the planet. Ukraine is the largest country in Europe. And look at the problems the well-equipped, allegedly, Russian army is having trying to secure a country of that size. No one's going to start a land war in the United States. They might nuke the major cities of the United States. They're not going to start a land war in the United States. We're not going to be invaded like that. Do you really think the Canadians are going to invade us or the Mexicans? Who is going to invade us? The Chinese, they would have to send in a massive fleet that we would nuke. So it's a hypothetical you don't even have to worry about to a degree. It is striking that a majority of Democrats would bail on the country they so fundamentally think they want to change. In the Gospels, Jesus tells Peter he'll deny him three times before the rooster crows, and there's no, I won't. No, I won't. This is a man who saw the transfiguration, who heard the voice of God say how proud he was of his son, who knew by faith and experience he knew that he was in the presence of of the one, the I am, the Messiah, he knew it. He knew he was in the presence of the Messiah. He, there's a, Elijah and Moses, and Peter's like, hey, do they want to stay for dinner? Should we, should, we, should we make them a meal? He saw the miracles. This is a man who saw Jesus of Nazareth call out to a dead man in a cave and bring him back to life. This is a man who saw Jesus of Nazareth take several loaves of bread and some fish and feed 5,000 people. He actually did it on two separate occasions, fed masses of people with leftovers. There were leftovers. This is a man who knew the mother of Christ who could hear her tell the stories, I'm sure, of the angel Gabriel telling her that she's with child, she'll have the Messiah. This is a guy who knew. This is a man who did not doubt. He was in the actual physical human body of the second person of the Trinity, of our, all of our, whether you believe or not, the Lord and Savior of the universe. The one who raised bread or brought bread from heaven and water from rocks, who holds the universe in the palm of his hand, who raised you from the dust of the earth and stitched together in your mother's wombs, who prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies, whose your cup overflows. That Messiah was with Peter and Peter denied him three times before the rooster crowed after saying, no, bro, I'm not going to deny you, you're God. God. He knew it. He was there for the transfiguration. And he still denied him three times, just as Jesus said he would. Would you stay and fight if your country was invaded? Well, I sure would like to think that I would. I sure would like to think that my family would my son and my daughter and my wife, that we would all stay and we would fight. I like to tell myself that, we have the guns and ammo. I have friends who are serious preppers, my gosh. I got friends who are seriously into the survival mode right now. They are buying the prepper food. You know, I, I got offered a lot of money to run prepper commercials on the show and I just, I can't do it. Supplement commercials, maybe one day, but I just, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't use them. I'm not that prepper and I don't like, for example, uh, I do an, a live read for Omaha Steaks. I am legit a customer. Patriot Mobile, legit a customer. Eden Pure, I am legit a customer. Uh, you, you, you're gonna tell me to to do the deal for for the 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 supplement that supposedly uh, cures all of your aches and pains? I don't use it. I don't believe in it. I'm not advertising it. I'm sorry. Cost me money. That's fine. Prepper foods the same way. I, I'm 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 not stockpiling the prepper food. And I remember I know there are people out there, oh, You should be having MREs. Stick them in your basement. I don't have a basement. Stick them in your attic. basement attic's not insulated well. Stick them in your closet. I I'm sorry. I'm not eating the MRE. I'll just stockpile the protein bars. I'll get me a Snickers. I can grow my own tomatoes and corn. Thank you very much. Not, not advertising the survival prepper, scare you to death food. You know why they do that, by the way, conservative media. Uh, we tend to be more self-help. That's why you hear the gold ads. I, I may actually wind up doing some of the gold investments, not, not because I think that they're assets massively for inflation, but they are assets worth holding sometimes, uh, particularly in this day and age when there's a lot of market instability. And the idea of having a small stockpile of gold is more and more intriguing to me. Not because I think it's going to appreciate substantially, but actually because I think it's going to hold its value more or less. But I try to only advertise the stuff that I I believe in. No one advertises the prepper nonsense. But I got friends who are totally into prepping like right now. I got friends who have all that stuff. They they are ready. They got their ammo. They got their guns. They got their food. You know, I was watching somebody the other day, you know, when the apocalypse comes, if you don't know what you're doing, what you're really doing is you're hoarding and prepping. I think it was Bill Burr, the comedian, that you're really hoarding and prepping for the strongest guy in the neighborhood. If you don't know what you're doing, if you're unarmed, you don't have a gun, the apocalypse comes, the guy with all the guns shows up, say, hey, you're going to give me your food now. Okay, here's my food. <laughs> here's what the conservative talk radio show host told me to keep in my basement. I'm <laughs> not going to do that not going to tell you to keep that stuff in your basement, but what would you do? What would you do? 68% of Republicans say that they would stay and they would fight for their country. 57% of independents. It's what Americans have always done, by the way what we've done we've always helped out in some way during the civil war it divided families but each side of the family they took a stand and they may not have gone to the front lines but they fought in some way in world war one and world war two people were willing to sacrifice we as a nation we have not had to sacrifice and now gas prices are going up so much i'm sure to talk to my family we got to scale back on what we spend gas prices are too high we got to scale back we got to sacrifice the ultimate sacrifice is laying down your life for others And I just, I don't, I, I I I want to make the partisan points. But they just feel like cheap shots to me. It's a cheap shot when I look at the poll and say Democrats say 52-40, they would leave the country instead of staying and fighting for it. It's a cheap shot. Because history shows us unlikely people stand up. And oftentimes the people we think about, the, the people we think are going to stand strong won't. You got a bunch of people in there. I suspect who believe they would stay and fight this for this country. Who have bought into the QAnon conspiracy theories that this country is actually an evil menace and Putin's the the good guy overseas. It's just a cheap shot. This sort of polling, it's a, it's a cheap shot. It is. I can see why Democrats would say they're going to flee. It, it's a bunch of white academic single people. They can go. They can go to Canada and, and find some Canadian. I get that. Uh, the Republicans overwhelmingly in the polls, they got families. They want to stay and fight. I get that. The independents do too. They got families. They're, they're not the highly educated single white secularists. They believe in Jesus. They got guns and they got a wife and kids. They're going to stay and fight. That makes sense in the polling. If you've got nothing here to fight for, you're going to leave and go somewhere else. I get that. It's part of the problem with the Democratic Party these days. But there's a lot of cheap shots. I, I just go to this. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on a mountaintop went through a transfiguration. The voice of God could be heard. Elijah and Moses could be seen. And Peter was there and saw it all and wanted them to stay for dinner. And within days was denying he was even a part of it all. You never know what you're going to do until history presents you with a tough choice. And I don't think we should make cheap partisan shots over tough choices, particularly ones and hypotheticals that will never come. But I'll tell you this. You should stay and fight. And every single one of you should buy a gun, learn how to use it, and stockpile your ammo. Because this probably isn't going to happen. But you never know what's going to come. And you know what? Guns and ammo, they're actually good things to have around the house as long as you know how to use them and know what you're doing with them. Now listen, this is not fair. You people need to stop it. Fine, I, I'm going to. I'm going to. We're, we're going to do this together. We're going to do this together. I, I have a bunch of people sending me a video clip and they, they watch this. Oh, watch this, watch this. I, and I know what it is. And, and it's like, I mean, it's somewhat indecent. I think I'm going to start breathing heavy and, and get flushed here. Here we go. Let's let's see what this is. There's a desert scene. Somebody. It looks like they're on a camel or something. The fight That's is Star done. Wars. It's you and McGregor. We lost. It's Obi Wan Kenobi. He's spying on Luke Skywalker. Oh, there's little Luke Skywalker. Stay hidden. Back to play Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh my gosh! The key to hunting Jedi is Um, patience. Inquisitors like real human life. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion. I may need a cigarette. Leaves a trail. So they brought back the dude who played Luke's uncle. The Jedi code is like what? an itch. Oh my gosh. He cannot help it! I don't care about him. Anymore. Where is he? Fives, it says, and there's Obi-Wan Kenobi. But it's a limited edition series, and it's going to start on May 25th. Uh, oh my gosh. Whew. Now I need a cold shower and a cigarette after watching that. My goodness gracious, y'all. Obi-Wan Kenobi, limited series, May 25th, Disney Plus. You can stop sending me the video now. We've seen it together had the effect me if of of you wanted to I mean last night I got to watch the Apple event and now this I'm going to have to like re- repent for all the sinful thoughts in my head the Apple studio like like I want this this computer and Charlie won't let me buy it and why is he in charge of my money I don't know but nonetheless okay when we come back I'll take your phone calls 877-973-7425 and also well, whatever happened to the great Russian army? It's stumbling badly over a cell phone call in Ukraine. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be a part of the program? um, I can't even remember what I told you people we were going to talk about, but I got something we're going to talk about. <laughs> Y'all, it's one of those days. I... So I went to CrossFit. All bad stories begin with, I went to CrossFit yesterday. Now, you should know, I I, I pay more than I should. And in exchange for paying more than I should, I I get the gym all to myself. Look, I I don't mind working out with people. As much as I hate people, I don't mind working out with people. But when I go to the gym and get recognized, all anybody wants to do is talk about politics. And this has happened to me forever forever. Uh, when I go to the gym here in town, people know I live here. They want to talk about what I said on radio. Uh, they can't even get my show right now because the local Cumulus channel took me off, um, and I'm trying to get them to put me back on. But it is I um I got to talk politics, so I just decided I, I gotta I gotta pay. So I work out with the gym owner, and I had one of those workouts yesterday that has a name. And when you go to a gym and they make you do a workout and the workout has a name, you know you are about to get your butt kicked. Not only that, the name was Quantum Leap. Now, I've seen that show, and it got canceled. And I tried to explain to the the gym owner, and this, look, it got canceled. People died in this show. The the show got canceled. It's, It's an old show. We don't need to do this workout. Oh, he made me do it. And I have not felt right since. I am just exhausted. I've just summoned all my. I was supposed to go uh, see my 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 buddy T Mac tonight. We were going to go out. I was going to drive up to his house, and we were going. I am so physically exhausted. All I want to do is sit on my couch and rewatch the Apple event because I didn't get to finish all of it. The kids came home and interrupted me, and I had a soccer game. Nonetheless, my brain's not working today. But we're going. We're going to get through this because there is something I want to talk about. Axios has the story. And I kind of knew this was so. There's a political problem here for the left. 75% of people in the United States. Now, this is important because you got to you got to understand the phrase here 75% of the people in the United States. That is the immigrants, the natives, everybody. 75% of people in the United States of America have never done one particular thing, tweeted. 75% of people in the United States have never tweeted. Only 25% of people in the United States have ever tweeted. And of those, uh, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, Less than 10% of Americans are regularly on Twitter, and only about 1% of Americans engage constantly on Twitter. Interestingly enough, that 1% number. In January, just 1% of American adults watched primetime Fox News, 2.2 million people. More people listen to me on the radio than watch Fox News at night. 0.5%, half a percent of Americans tuned into MSNBC. So one and a half percent, let's add CNN there. It's about another half percent. Two percent of Americans watch primetime news channels, CNN, Fox, MSNBC. 56% of Americans donate to charities. Only 21% give to politicians and political parties. 42% of Americans identify as independents, 27% as Republicans, 29% as Democrats. That's a number that really hasn't changed in a very long time. Now, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. 75% of people in the United States have never tweeted. They're not on Twitter. And of the 25% who are, they're actually not. Only about 10% of people in America regularly engage with Twitter and only 1% are sustained engagement with Twitter. And much of the left's political policymaking right now is sustained by angry people on social media. Think about J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling is the most popular author on planet Earth. The three best-selling series of books on planet Earth, number one remains the Holy Bible. Its author, God, is under attack from all over. And number two and three are... J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. In fact, Harry Potter is selling so many books, God is looking over his shoulder wondering when Harry Potter is going to outsell him. Now, God has a 2,000-year advantage, and he's God, so probably not, but... J.R. Tolkien is getting surpassed by Harry Potter. And J.K. Rowling, most popular series of books by an author still living on planet Earth in particular, a massive number of books. And J.K. Rowling is trying to be canceled by the left. Canceled by the left. Why? Because J.K. Rowling has an audacious belief. J.K. Rowling believes that men and women are, are distinct biological creatures and one cannot become the other. And here's the amazing thing. A majority of people on planet Earth agree with her. A majority of people on God's good Earth agree with the Harry Potter author that men are men and women are women and one cannot become the other. But on social media, a very angry horde of people, along with a lot of people with blue check marks in the media, they beg to differ. And because this small number of elite people, and by the way, uh, the, the majority of content on Twitter is of the left of rich white people. Rich, white, secular people who are progressive dominate social media. Remember, Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren both lost campaigns, and the internal critiques of those campaigns is that they were so focused on winning Twitter, they lost reality. J.K. Rowling is being canceled by a bunch of people on Twitter because she believes in science. Now, some people will say Well, you know, the science is outstanding. And if you study epigenetics, epigenetics suggests that there may actually be a reason that some men believe they're women and women believe they're men and it's all natural and biological. Yes, and some scientists believe vaccines cause autism. Should we treat them credibly too? Epigenetics is kind of like the catch all scam for people who want to sound like they're smart and they're not, oh, it's epigenetics, you know. Not really not really it's 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 a fascinating dynamic here when so few people in the united states and the world are on social media and yet social media can drive news stories particularly on the left to the point that the most popular best-selling author on planet earth outside of God Almighty himself, can be canceled for supporting a statement of biological fact. And she's not even a conservative. It is the progressives who have been captured by this ideology. And while they agree with her on 99% of things, this 1% of things requires that they cancel her. HBO had a Harry Potter anniversary and they would not bring on J.K. Rowling for more than a bit part because... She believes men cannot become women. It's a religious belief. It is by faith that they believe these things. Don't tell me it's science because there is no legitimate science out there that shows that men can become women. There are certainly scientific and psychological evidence that suggests it is a psychological, psychiatric issue. There's nothing biological about it. And the Democrats are captured by this. They're captured by this online thinking where so few people actually are. It's not just J.K. Rowling. It's not just transgenderism. Look at COVID and masks, the number of progressives who to this day refuse to give out the masks and demand we all wear the masks still, they don't want to give them up because their online horde tells them not only is it virtuous, not only is it a way to distinguish them from the other, and the other is always bad, but also that who cares what the CDC says, they believe the science. What science? The ones that say vaccines cause autism? The ones that say Boys can become girls, biologically speaking. They can just have a surgery and swap out a a, a male reproductive organs for the female reproductive organs. They they can have a plastic surgeon create them, and it's just the same. I saw some dude on libs of TikTok as an account, and this dude, literally, this dude, who's very masculine but believes he's a woman, was talking about how this was a bad week because he was having cramps. He was on his period. And you're telling me you believe that? a biological male without a uterus. Really? Well, that's a new one. What science shows you that that can happen? And yet the Democrats are held hostage to this. The Democrats are held hostage to the idea that we need to eliminate oil in the United States. Now, the United Arab Emirates today has announced that it will increase production of oil out of the Abu Dhabi fields in the Persian Gulf. Guess what? The oil futures have gone into decline. The United Arab Emirates has not flipped the switch yet. They haven't flipped the switch. They're going to flip the switch, but the oil futures are already in decline. Imagine if the president of the United States came out and said, hey, you know what, instead of calling for an end to oil in this country, we're actually going to tap into our reserves. We have larger reserves than Saudi Arabia. Guess what the oil futures market would do? It would go down, but he's captured by the 1%. He's captured by the left on Twitter. And they are at war with oil and gas because they believe is the existential threat of climate change. When you get captured by fringe beliefs, you stop relating to people. And, you know, here's this weird thing that's happened. The Republican Party has gotten more moderate on social issues. You're more likely to find a Republican who supports transgenderism than you are a Democrat who doesn't. You're more likely to find Republicans who support gay marriage than a Democrat who doesn't. You're more likely to find a Republican who supports abortion rights than a Democrat who doesn't. So the Republicans have actually expanded their worldview and beliefs. You get the, the, the troglodyte conservatives like me who actually are pro-life and, and I realize we lost the war on gay marriage, but I'm still a Christian worldview and, and think that this transgenderism stuff is, is just a bunch of insanity. And then you get the Republicans who are all in on everything. Now, it's a wonder how that party can coexist for long, but right now they do against a Democratic Party that re- allows no dissent. of Americans have never tweeted. If you're shaping your worldview based on tweets, which a lot of progressives are doing in the Democratic Party, then you are not relating to 75% of America. You're relating to the fringe. And it's no wonder increasingly black and Hispanic voters who are not Twitterers are moving to the Republican Party, that it seems to be more grounded in reality than online. Now, before I get out of here, I want to squeeze in some phone calls. John, you're gonna be up next. Welcome to the program.
1: Hey Eric. good afternoon, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, longtime listener. Um <laughs> you know, I, I I I I drive a truck, um, so I listen to you every day streaming no matter where I am in the country. And uh I've got to laugh when I hear them talk about it. Every news report about the average price of gas being four twenty-five a gallon. Um, somebody needs to start talking about diesel fuel because that's the lifeblood of this country. We're all out there, all of us drivers that are out here that are buying it. Um, I'm on the way. I just left Atlanta um, on the way down to South Georgia and then on to the Panhandle, of Florida. And I just looked uh, while I was waiting, the average price for diesel fuel going down I-75 is about $5.60 a gallon right now.
0: Yep. I I saw that at my gas station right here, right by I-75 the other day. I couldn't believe how expensive it was. And, yeah, that's going to have a real, that's going to impact everything at the grocery store uh, with with, uh, you guys. Gosh. Um, you and you know, it, it gets worse in Florida with it, all the taxes.
1: Do you think it's, that's a, a, left ploy or scheme to slow the economy down so that then they can jump back in and go, Hey, look what we did. We're heroes now when they correct it.
0: Uh, you know, I, I actually believe that what it is, is the, um, they want to raise the prices because they really do believe that you can take advantage of tax credits and flip everything to battery-powered cars. It's not because they want to save the economy. They're not going to be able to do that because of interest rates going up. It has everything to do with them wanting to make oil prices look like they're cratering all of a sudden uh, um, or, or rather that they skyrocketed so much that everybody switches to electric and it can come down for you truck drivers because the rest of us are having to buy these battery-powered cars. That's the way they think. Keep in mind these people, they're not real economists. They believe in this modern monetary theory stuff. Uh, that believes that we can keep spinning forever and never have inflation uh they have uh, uh not grounded themselves in basic uh socioeconomic studies and are living a pipe dream based on angry voices on twitter all right one last call for the day i'm gonna go to andrew you're gonna be it today andrew don't screw up
1: uh you're funny i appreciate you taking my call uh, i am sure. a huge fan um I had one comment, one question, if I can get it in. So the comment yep. is, I was reading that if we w- would have kept the Keystone pipeline open, it would have, that production would have exceeded that which we rely on from Russia.
0: Correct. Uh, 500,000 barrels a day okay. from Russia of Keystone Exile produced
1: 870,000. So and then the question to you is why, if we remember Biden saying, walk and chew gum at the same time, why can't we keep, the oil, the fossil fuels open, and also study and continue to develop other sources of energy? Why do we got to shut one off and do... Uh,
0: so what they what they truly do believe, uh, what they truly do believe is that if they don't force us to give up oil and gas, we won't, um, so that they have no economic economic incentive for us to do both at the same time because they don't believe we'll give up the one. Uh, and go to the other without being forced to. It, it, which is deeply naive, uh, but that that's what it is. Now on the Keystone XL pipeline, I, I may be the only one out there who's pointing this out. Uh, and I get mad people get mad at me for for giving you the actual truth on this. The Keystone XL pipeline was never meant to provide us oil and gas. Uh, We get 500,000 barrels of oil a day from Russia. The Keystone XL pipeline would generate 870,000 barrels of oil a day. But here's the thing. It wasn't meant for us. It was meant for European markets. It was meant to be able to get to Gulf Coast refineries and then be shipped abroad. Uh, That's what it was. It wasn't actually for our domestic market. But... Uh, you offload that into the international market, you're then decreasing the reliance on Russian oil, so it would have an effect. What's remarkable here is the Biden administration knew it would be punitive to turn off the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, but somehow doesn't think it's punitive to turn off a different pipeline. In fact, it's not the only pipeline the Biden administration has overseen shutting down. FERC is also shutting down other pipelines based on their perceived impact on climate change. They are forcing this country into embracing a technology that is not yet proficient enough or deployed enough for us to be able to actually embrace it. And they're trying to deprive us of something that has worked for a hundred years, all in the name of rich white people being scared to death about climate change when the rest of you are just struggling to put bread on the table and fill up your car to go to work. It's deeply malicious. It's 2022. Things are still crazy. Things haven't settled down. And now you got the Federal Reserve and interest rates. you got the economy. you got inflation. A lot of banks won't even return your phone call. Let's say you're a small business and you need a loan for $750,000 or higher. You see an opportunity where banks, they don't even want to see you. You want to buy a building? You want to build a building? Reach out to the Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been helping small businesses become big businesses since the 1990s. They want to help you if they can.